You've eaten Gotham's wealth, its spirit, but your feast is nearly over. This is not my hole. It's an operating table. And I'm the surgeon. Why aren't you laughing? From this moment on, none of you are safe. Welcome to the Batman Book Club, a podcast exploring the Dark Knight Library. I'm your host, Ryan Lauer. The Batman Book Club is a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by Batman on Film. Just go to batmanonfilm.com, click on podcasts, and you'll find the Batman Podcast Network. That is a whole list of other Bat-related shows that also love to dive into other nerdy subjects we all love to frolic about in our free time. The Batman Book Club is also on Patreon. If you like what's going on with the show and you want to help support the show, just go to patreon.com slash thebatmanbc. Now, thank you for listening to episode 123, Batman in September. It's another end of the month. So it's another end of month. Therefore, it means another wrap-up episode, which means I have to definitely bring in my my co-host, basically, my sidekick here, uh, the associate producer of one, Eric Holzman, co-host of Straight Outta Gotham, and he is the Italian stallion. It's Peter Ivera. Peter, welcome back to the show. Hello, Ryan. How are you? I'm doing swell, Peter. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm really glad. I'm happy about that. I like it when you're good. Um, it's see, it's been a month since you've been on, but your name, I think, has been mentioned on every single episode in between your appearances. Some, As it should somehow. be. Yes. Uh, and I think that will continue on into next month for the spooky season. Um, yeah. The spooky month in which Peter, you will also be back for that on top of uh, the October wrap up. So yeah, there's going to be some a double dose of Peter on this show come next month. The fans requested it. Well, they, <laughs> the haters hate it, and the fans love it. So I don't think there's many haters with this show. Uh, there's I get a lot of haters. I get a lot. You get of a lot of haters. Out. Yeah, a lot of people don't like me. But about you being on the Batman book club, I uh, just about me in general. Yeah, well, see, well, then it's not it's not directly tied to this. The people the people love you on this show. I you know that's a fact that I do actually get messages from people talking about the wrap up episodes, and they like that, that they is like true. us you on the wrap ups. You get some nice fan mail. Yeah, so there you go, and it concerns you too. So the people of this show have spoken; they appreciate you. It's the rest of Twitter that has uh, anger issues, I guess. Yes, no, that, <laughs> that is true. That's that very is, true. That is very true. Uh, we don't, man. Remember uh, these these episodes, these wrap ups, like they do. They continue to be um, a lot of a lot of homework on our ends. Um, which I do enjoy. They, they used but... to be more fun when Batman was good. Now it sucks. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll get into that here in just a moment. I was going to say that it used to be more. More homework than what it is. It still seems like it's quite a bit, do but you think it's it has, less? Like, it has light in the load. I always I still haven't read Task Force Z. So like, it's, I, it's, uh... a lot <laughs> it, it's still a lot, but I, I always reference back to, I think November of last year was our high in which it was like 30 bucks in one month. What is and it I, this I, month? And this, I thought this month is like 20. Okay. I'm good with that. Um, sure. Because it's still it's still a lot. Okay, maybe it's more. I'm just talking about ones <laughs> we talk about on the, on the show, not even adding the other stuff that uh, that we read, that, that mm-hmm. you read, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, 
Yeah, I was gonna count here real quick, but uh, I can't find my my rundown. So someone's uh, not prepared for their own show. I was prepared. How dare you? I'm hurt. <laughs> I'm hurt and offended by this. Paper. Oh man, someone someone needs an assistant. <laughs> Peter, <laughs> uh, I don't pay well. The schedule is all over the place. Uh, <laughs> I live I like feel. six states away. I cannot be your assistant. Oh, <laughs> uh, fine. Uh, open. I'll have open uh, auditions. I guess I don't know. Uh, anyways, what? let's just. Let's. I don't know. Let's just hop into it. Let's start. Let's talk about Batman in September. Now, as we have done past few months maybe every month because it's the book that i review for batman on film and also there's now uh an a-list writer and chip zadarsky and an a-list artist could you say that with jorge jimenez you think he's an a-lister yeah okay yeah um on the batman book so batman number 127 came out this month i'll go first um i still don't know I am very middle of the road. I think the action in this issue, because it's this is all Zer- Batman of Zernar. Um, it is yeah, a it is it a is. nonstop action sequence in the Batcave, and then also up in Wayne Manor, in which the locations themselves. I'm a big fan that we were we're back at the Batcave and in Wayne Manor. I think the the art is excellent from Jimenez. Mm-hmm. I actually think the coloring, even of the Zernar costume, I think uh, it really pops and looks good. I just think when it comes to the story, which is more surprising to me that with Zdarsky, I'm just not all in. And this is the third issue now under his belt. And I loved that. You know, I mean, I loved the first issue that he did. And last month I was like, ah, I don't know. It's teasing Zernar. And here it's just the idea of this of Zernar and the backup Batman mentally uh, really going deep in that. But then it contradicts itself because it's supposed to be a full on like this backup Batman in his head takes over. But yet the real Bruce Wayne and Batman is talking to this one and is preventing him from doing something, everything like that. It just gets very convoluted for the sake of trying to be convoluted, I think. And in the end, that was the part that really made me like, okay, I don't like this shit uh, in the, in the end. And then you, you bring it in. I did like the nod to tower of Babel at the beginning with Superman, but then at the end, Superman shows up as a tease for next issue. And I, it definitely aligns a lot with, I think that, you know, we've talked about with Batman on film a lot of if as soon as like an actual like meta human is introduced in a world like Batman, who's trying to keep stuff kind of realistic and stuff, it does become like, why doesn't he just call Superman every time then? And here in this case, he's been getting his ass beat by this robot. Why hasn't he just called for Superman the past two? You know what I mean? And it's just like, eh, which I know if it's a Justice League story in which we'll talk about a book later on. I'm just really, I don't know. There's a lot of highs and a lot of lows uh, in this issue for me. And Tim Tim Drake Robin is definitely us in the issue. (laughs) Go ahead, Pete. This book sucks. Okay. <laughs> I think Jorge Jimenez is cursed because uh, it seems to be like his Batman seems to, uh, whatever writer he has, it seems not to be well received. Um, 
Uh, Tynan's run was <clears throat> much better than this. Uh, for all of you, Lauer and Kowalski included, uh, <laughs> suck it now because this book is way off, way worse off now than it ever was. Um, you said it yourself, it contradicts itself. I mean, anytime I see Batman on a page looking like a bowl of fruity pebbles, I just cringe. It's so bad. Um, the Tower of Babel thing is the best part about it. It's only one page, too. Yeah. So it's like it doesn't even like factor into the story. I just anytime I just can't stand this Zur and Raw thing. I don't understand people's Batman sensibilities who like this. I really don't like it. It makes no sense to me. Like Bill the concept. Loves it. Blows it my mind that Bill no loves sense. Batman of Zernar. It's I, so ridiculous. I, it's I, like, just, I don't understand. Yeah. I, I, Batman can't hang out with Green Lantern, <laughs> but he can walk around looking like a bowl of sherbet. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's just so weird to me. Um, I, uh, I I don't understand. This whole Batman versus the robot thing is so horrible. Uh, it, it's. I just don't like any of this. I it, it it's this robot even feels like it looks like the Arkham Knight. Like it's like it's certain mm. panels, um, from the game. Uh, the backup story I like more. Ooh more. yeah, and it's weird because it's it's still written by Zdarsky. I don't know what happened to Zdarsky between, uh, like, uh, his like Daredevil and him starting up between Batman because it seems like he has no idea how to write a grounded street level crime fighter. I it, it's. It's it's bizarre because you take his Daredevil run and you're like, oh, this should translate into Batman, and it hasn't at all. Like, it's just interesting. Totally unlike I'm, his Batman, I'm, I'm curious Daredevil. what the how long this arc is going to be of uh this failsafe arc because you know the first issue I think it's set up really interestingly of this relationship with Robin because Robin helps him out and then Robin ends up getting like really hardcore injured. Uh, then it's like it looks like Batman killed uh Penguin, and I'm like, okay, they're setting some stuff up here that's pretty pretty interesting. Yeah. And then it teases a robot rising, and I'm like, okay, huh? And then that jumps into an all-out action against this robot, bringing in the rest of the Bat family. Not a whole lot continues other than a, a like a snappy line of dialogue between uh, Batman and Robin at the beginning of that issue. And then all of a sudden it teases at the very end of that zero and I'm like, okay. And so I don't know. It's, it, it's just kind of. If I get Catwoman zero and R, I'm going to be pissed. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> I, I think I you're safe. Not, I may stop writing. Bat <laughs> I may stop uh, buying Batman. I don't think that that I may speak happen. my wallet on this. I, I do love the the backup of this though. And I did say to you of like, uh, I don't know, with your boy Oz, it's comics, Pete. It's comics. I don't eh. and this story I, I is like so bad that. that I'm willing to consider this like erased from canon that Oswald oh, yeah. never died. Like this story is so bad. <laughs> this is wow. like it it you do not like this book. <laughs> no, like I, I haven't. It, it, it brings nothing to the table. And I'll say this right now. Both Batman primary titles are in bad shape. That goes for Detective 2 because they're both. The only redeeming quality about both of these books is the artwork. Mm. And I'm not here spending, you know, $5.99 on posters. Like I want a story to what go with you, the art. What was, what was your line? What did you just say of... Uh... Uh, uh, this book it brings nothing new to the table. Is that what you just said? It doesn't bring anything to the table. There's it no bring anything. I, anything. I think I felt that the most with this, with this issue, because it, it is 
it puts him in the past two issues. I think, I think did bring something interesting to it. Whereas this one, it didn't really other than confusion and not in a sense of where, Oh wait, let it, let's, let's wait two more issues. And then it will all be clear. It's like, no, I think it's pretty clear here that it's just, it's messy and it is being confusing just to try and be really confusing. I feel so it's, it's not totally hitting it for me. And I mean, if I want great illustrated Batman books, there's, you know, there's hundreds of them. It just thinks that Jorge Jimenez so. seems to be uh, wasted mm-hmm. on bat on bat, bat, bat titles that people don't like. It it seems to be that way because he'll never have like it's a bad. classic. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I'm still middle of the road with this. Pete obviously is not a fan. No, um, this thing sucks. We'll see what happens next month. And Pete, I will if you if you don't like next month, then we'll just we'll make this the review of this this book very, very quick for you. And I'll just make oh, it. Oh, we could talk about it. I don't, yeah. I don't mind talking about how much it sucks. <laughs> like if someone from DC is actually listening, maybe they'll pay attention hmm. and uh they'll try to figure something out. But uh, you know, I don't know. Like <clears throat> sorry, Chip, but you're not it's it's not working, bro. Yeah, so um, between this and Detective, which we'll get to here shortly, um, I have, yeah, I have, I'm definitely disappointed. We'll just, we'll this? go this with a 499 book. Yeah, and we'll elaborate when we get if on you're going to gonna charge me just for artwork, then I should be paying like 299. I don't know, 399. You have a point. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to go from that to, um, Batman Beyond Neo Year number six. <laughs> oh, that's a book that here. Right, I'll go first. Yeah, this I didn't read this. I didn't buy this. This you book didn't. sucks okay. for five issues. I wouldn't even waste my time completing it to sell it. I'm just gonna get rid of it as soon as I can. That's how bad the story is. I didn't like it. Uh, there were moments in these six issues. I think I liked the first issue. I liked the third issue, mm-hmm. but two, four, five, six, all of them to me. I'm glad it's done. What happened? Um, just tell me. What is the synopsis? I kind of don't even remember. The, the, this thing I, sucks. I, don't buy it. I read it with. I don't know who this guy was supposed to be turned into like an like Archangel. Yeah, um, I skimmed through it and I was uh, like, there's yeah. no way I'm gonna enjoy this. And then that, I believe they did tease because I that there's more coming DC box they that DC provides us with issues. So that's like I was able to glance at it. So I, I knew this thing sucked from the get-go. Batman Beyond will return yeah. in 2023. I'm not interested. And I'm sorry. Yeah, for I think I'm, I'm gonna whoever... skip it. If, if it's this writer, totally skipping it. The art, I mean, I'll give it to the artist. I'm trying, I'm sorry, I'm trying to find the artist's name. Um, but the artist on this, I like, I do think that there's good, there's like some clay man influence mm. in here, I think. Okay. Um, is it's not David Marquette, no, Lansing. Um, uh, I'm, I'm flipping through, I'm trying to find it. Anyways, it's just, I don't know, I'm not interested. It's Batman Beyond, so it's a harder sell for me anyway. But as we'll also talk about. In this episode, there is a Beyond version that I'm really, really liking. So there is. I agree. There's, you know, there's a possibility. Max Dunbar. There we go. Um, Colin Kelly and Jackson Lansing were writers. Max Dunbar, artist. I'm glad this is over, Pete, because this isn't for me. And that's kind of yeah. all. That's I mean, as I negative just, as I really want to be for it. It's just like, I just I just did not enjoy I'll it, be real period. negative. This thing is a waste of time. This is a waste of our time. Pete came out firing today. He's ready, but now well, you start that's with like bad, two books. The two, the two, uh, <laughs> two that you did like <laughs> Well, hopefully, we're going to turn it around here, though. Let's go, oh, with yeah. Flash, Flashpoint Beyond Number Five. Competent writing by the All Star that is Jeff Johns. There you go. 
Jeff Johns, Tim Sheridan, Jeremy Adams, and art by Zermanico with a little bit of Michael Mikel Janin. I think it's Michael. So here's Michael. Michael? Okay. Um, I should just look it up. I need to always look this stuff up. That's why YouTube was created to stop mispronouncing names. I did. I read this issue. Mm-hmm. And then right bef- this week leading up before us to record, I went ahead and reread all the issues of Flashpoint Beyond. Mm-hmm. Uh, highly recommend it. because I also wanted to do that so it's fresh when I read the finale here mm-hmm. uh, next week. And this book kicks ass, yes, which I think we have said every single month for every single issue. But going back and reading the whole thing uh, in like two or three sittings. Uh, yeah, this it's going to be hard for it to for it's hard for me to imagine that the finale won't stick the landing. Uh, but yeah, this book, this book kicks ass. Um, the art is insanely good. There is a two page spread in this issue of Batman crashing through their window. And every piece of glass is like a big moment from Batman comics. So you have like death in the family. Um, you have a moment from three jokers, Robert Robin dies at dawn. Uh, there's even a little bit of the, uh, they, they're all Robin related. It seems like. You know, I didn't. It's right there, but yeah, that's true. Because uh, I mean, there's even a little bit. It basically seems to be like every time well, Batman I don't, I don't has thought Robin has died. Well, because on the left part of the page, it's all Robin. On the left, it's all page. Robin and like the many deaths of Robin. Yeah. Okay. Because then on the on the right side, for sure, I think this looks like this almost looks like from the original. Yeah, from the original Flashpoint, Bruce getting the letter from Thomas mm-hmm. and the tear. Um. But yeah, I mean that page is. Oh man, it's so it's so badass. And Sermanico has just nailed it. I think um each panel, every big and small moment. I will say, uh, both times reading this issue, it was tough for me to read the first three pages. There's a it lot is, of dialogue. It is a massive info Ooh. dump there explaining uh, Mr. Terrific. <laughs> He's got ex- a lot to say. <laughs> explaining the crises and omniverse and uh high multiverses and hypertime mp as you know those those things are not my thing <laughs> so i'm trying to comprehend and i was a little worried the first reading of this i guess you're at a disadvantage because you've never read this stuff with i haven't read dark crisis but i've read i've read i've finally read crisis on multiple earths infinite earths sorry mm-hmm. and so therefore i've read each crisis except for a dark crisis for um, someone who rereads as much as you though if you don't reread something i feel like it doesn't always stick i you know, like you're 100 you're always going back and rereading like you know we all know how many times you read the long halloween like you know it's yeah <laughs> so uh, i think it all sticks i don't think you pro- i don't think you'll pro- reread infinite crisis <laughs> it probably infinite i, w- I want to reread infinite because that's also like you know half the size of uh like the original crisis <laughs> the, the original yeah i love the original. I, I remember but i mean i think everything sticks more with you like you read it once i think it sticks with you a lot better than stuff with me like i do have to reread for it to really like what was the what did we do where Terra popped up oh no it was geoforce and you're like i have no idea who this guy is yeah. <laughs> and i was like geoforce Terra's brother teen titans and you're like Hello, noob. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> like Marv Wolfman, George Perez, any of these names. <laughs> and I'm like, Peter, this is why I have a strictly Batman podcast. <laughs> but anyways, when it comes to this story, I mean, it, it is building up. I do. I mean, spoiler alert, I guess uh, Martha is back. Um, and that's what kind of blends, too, is because I've read the, the name. 
I know. <laughs> um, it's his mother's name. I I don't remember. I do know Night of Night of Vengeance, the Batman spinoff um, or tie-in story with Brian Azzarello. It's like I do forget the last pay, the last issue of that story. Um, and so yeah, it was. It took me a second, and on like rereading, I'm like, oh yeah, that's why he's so confused because apparently she was dead. Um, but yeah, she's behind a lot of this and messing stuff with time. What happened with Thomas Wayne's Batman in Dark Crisis or not Crisis? I'm sorry. What was the mini series that he was in? Incarnate. Incarnate. Yeah. What happened but, to him? Uh, at the end of I that? believe the. It's been a while since I read this. It's been a while. There we go. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> um, I believe he led the Justice League Incarnate to a in an, an epic final battle versus a version of Darkseid, and uh, he kind of they believe that he sacrificed himself, but then he just ended up somewhere else, and he, he kind of ended up here. <laughs> okay. Did he get like, stabbed in the know, back? Or impaled or something. I don't remember how exactly it happened. Okay. I thought they mentioned in this dialogue, like the dialogue in here of like him getting impaled in the back or something. He probably did. It's been a long I mean, when did Justice League Incarnate come out? Because this is kind of like a sequel to that because Thomas Wayne was a huge part the of end that of story. last year, first quarter of this year. It wrapped up sometime. It know. feels like so long ago with the amount of things I read. <laughs> with how, many, <laughs> with how much you've read since then, yeah. Yeah, it feels like two years. Uh, but I went ahead. I said my piece on Flashpoint Beyond. So now you go ahead. I really like it. I I like where they're taking the story. I kind of like because it's non-canon. Like I don't mind like the gender swapping. Like you know, sometimes that could be like a gimmick. But I like what they're doing with Two Face and Joker. And I, I was like, I can't help but think, yeah, that. the Gilda Two Face stuff is awesome. Yeah, with the kid too. That was interesting. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, this is really like sadistic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting to see that. Martha Martha Wayne might be the one behind all this. Like you think yeah. about it, you know her, and she's got you know Rip Hunter's time machine, and who knows what she's actually. It, this doesn't feel like it's ending tomorrow or tomorrow next issue. This yeah, right. This feels like a book that can go on. It really does. Like I wouldn't I be surprised if this got extended, maybe eight issues. You know they're like, you know we we, but they don't announce it until the till the cover comes out. You know like when it's actually flashpoint shipped. beyond beyond. Yeah. Because they did that with Ron V Swamp thing, they uh they extended it by like six issues. Honestly, I mean, it does that. have five. Who knows? Maybe five maybe. Of six on the corner. Yeah. So well, like, like they'll just keep going. Seven of six, eight of six. Just no, what they would everybody. do Why is not? like what they did for Rom was they just they colored they changed the number of the of and so it was like of ten, but the ten was like yellow, and then mm. they changed it to like sixteen or whatever. Gotcha. Um, but uh i mean i don't know if they're going to do that but it, it just doesn't feel like a story that's ending it feels like you keep going like this this world is so cool this, this is kind of like why i like uh future state gotham you know because this story pretty much for the most part takes place on another world another yeah. universe like it's just you know i can escape to that mm-hmm. yeah i i mean we i think another part that was interesting was in I guess Joker talking with Batman at the like they're in through the walls in the asylum. Like mm-hmm. that might be my favorite part of this issue is because there's it's just really good. It feels like a it feels like a classic Batman Joker scene, you know, of of the dialogue back and forth, and then how she checks in on 
Oh, Bruce Wayne, Batman, not you. And the Joker, ha 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 ha. Can you imagine? The Joker was a man. His name is Jack Oswald White. Uh, and they, it does do a quick little like pa- uh, panel looking of Killing Joke slash Three Jokers um, version pre Joker. I think it's interesting his middle name is Oswald. I was interested yeah. they chose that. that also, was... Jack White. Yeah. He started a band. Woo. Oh. Um, a lot of people, you know, took it, uh, issue with the fact that they released released the Joker's name. I don't care. I don't either. <laughs> it doesn't can, matter. It's a different. Is world. it really the Joker's <laughs> name? We don't know. Like, is she really telling the truth? That's the part about you know she's a Joker. Yeah, like, who that knows too. If she's actually telling us the the truth, is this a truth? Is this the truth that's happened in a race? Like, who knows? Like, it could all be one big freaking lie. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what the Joker does best, but. Yeah, that was crazy, man. Like seeing them go back and forth, it it really adds something to this Batman Joker dynamic to the point where they, you know, they used to sleep together, right? Like they were married. Mm-hmm. That's weird. I do. I like your boy Oz. Had like he kind of is. He's kind of a good guy. Back and forth, yeah. like well, there's definitely uh... shitty activities, but here it's like this is an innocent. Like when he actually erupts at him, he's like he gets like, he gets a backbone here. Yeah. And speaking to oh, you're a big boss. man now, Oz. Huh? <laughs> Maybe I am. Just ripping oh, your ass. <laughs> but yeah, I think this is great. Like you said, I. It's crazy to think that the end is the next issue. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. It's waiting for us, but I'm going to wait for physical. Does this book need to? have a an epic conclusion for you to compare it to the original has it compared to the original for you i don't know it almost seems i'm not going to say just as good for me but this is a very very worthy sequel this so is far. absolutely uh it almost seems more focused than the original main because the the original main it was only and every time i read it there's only five issues and it's almost it almost feels like that's the appetizer, and which it kind of is because there's so much tie-in. Really, but what I about feel them? So satisfied reading that, I feel total opposite. Interesting. I I like it a lot. Obviously, about you know when we when we saw that deal for the absolute, we were all like, bye bye. And we actually bought that on Amazon, didn't we? We did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I think like this is a little bit more focused with the mission at hand, but it does veer off a little bit of. Uh, like when we got the, I mean, what did they call it? It was almost like it was a the new um fortress with Ivy and Swamp Thing and Superman and stuff. It's like we checked in on that and never went back to it, and so it feels like those were seeds planted for something to expand upon and other character references and situations. And they do keep coming back to Batman and uh, young Davy Crockett. Uh, briefly to where I feel like there's more there, uh, but I don't, I don't know. know. We just call this kid Davy Crockett. Yeah, I don't. I, we forget him every time. <laughs> I think the Dexter? only person who knows his name is no. Eric Carter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, or is it Dexter Dent? No, D- the Dent boy is in the hospital with his mother. No, but Joe, no, no, no. Now, what's but... what's his name though? Is his name Dexter? I thought Dexter's one of the two kids. Oh, I don't know. Whether it's so that's why I go boy. to da- that's why a little day. <laughs> but um yeah, this this is a great series. If you've I, I mean we haven't ruined it if you haven't been 
reading it, you're waiting, definitely. I mean, pick up the trade when it's called. Don't wait. Don't totally wait. Worth it. Please just, just do your Or go get the issues now. It. It's, just, don't it's really good. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, Pete, one of my, I was really excited for this, even though we've basically seen all of the images included this month. Batman Dear Detective by Lee Bermeja. Uh, why uh, were you so excited? For this? Nobody is surprised that I was looking forward to this. Uh, one, I, I missed out. I was late to the game. Knowing what do you mean that you from, what do you mean? Oh, listen, listen, I'm explaining. What do you mean? Uh, <laughs> that Bermeo had a long like contract of doing covers to where I was too late to go back and start from where he started. So I missed out on a lot of covers. I did get like some special um, covers. You know, my pal, our pal Javi, he definitely uh, hooked me up with a, um, with a couple of Bermeo covers, which are much appreciated. Um, I bought some, but I mean, I, mostly I missed out. So this was collecting them all, telling in a story, trying to tell like a story and somebody leaves a, is leaving notes for Batman. I, I thought it was, I thought it was really cool and I thought it was really clever. And actually for on Batman on film, uh, Bill and I got to talk to Libra Mayo about this book. And I told him that I, felt like i felt really smart because i coded like decoded i guess who who it is that was leaving the notes at the end and it made me feel really smart so that's even more props because i felt smart pete okay well i felt like an idiot because i didn't get it (laughs) not in the sense you're like i didn't get this i was like who's sending him these is this the riddler is this another riddler wow we've really gone riddler crazy now He's everywhere. He's in Killing Time. He's got his own one one bad day. He's now he's in Vermejo's book. Um, he's in the movie. To me, I'm actually kind of <clears throat> bummed out about this book. Okay. Um, uh, one because I the story I didn't follow as well as you did. Two, I'm flipping through it and I'm like, I feel like I've seen a lot of this artwork before. And then, like you said, like oh, these are the covers. Like he was yeah. telling a story with the covers. I'm like, okay. So I've already bought all this. <laughs> Plus, you put in a story I don't really like, and you charge me eight bucks. You're kind of just, you know, taking Lee Bermejo's name, and you know, you're like, oh, God, okay, these kids, they love Bermejo, they're gonna buy this. Like, yeah, there's a lot of Ryan Lowers out there that are suckers. Well, I mean, Bermejo's big, you know, he's kind of, he might be, geez, I mean, Jim Lee's not really drawn anymore. He's money. (laughs) He is, he's money. Like, he's the, he's probably the biggest name that DC has artistically. Like, like you know, the traditionally their their biggest name is now one of their CEOs. So he's not really active in the monthly comic game anymore. And when Lee does something, it's few and far between these days, right? Like he's doing variants. Yeah, he's he's, he's doing, doing some variants. Lot, but... This is the first Bermejo story, actual Bermejo story since what? You you're the expert here. Of an actual story, damn. When was the last time Bermejo had an actual Batman story imprint? Like, he's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> That's you beat me to it. Yeah, you got it. I said it, and I was like, I got to be louder this one. Um, so it's been a while since he's had a book. It's been a while. <laughs> wow, that just it happens so often. It really does. This is totally unplanned. I actually, if you listen closely, we didn't even drop it once last month. Really? Yeah. So there you go. We're, we've so already made up for it. And a while since it's been a while. Yeah. So like, it's just slightly disappointing because like these are things I've already bought, and the story okay. kind of let me down, and I'm just kind of like. I just, I kind of feel like they put Lee's name on this and stole $8 from me. Okay. 
Well, I am uh, saddened that this. Lauer was like, when I first told him, he's like, what did you think of your detective? I was like, and I told him, he's like, oh, wow, we're going to have a good show. And like, that's it. Like, Lauer <laughs> yeah. doesn't like, like, I know when Lauer now has, has a completely different opinion because then he doesn't want, when we share a similar opinion, he has no problem talking about it. But when it's different, he just goes, we're going to save for the show. <laughs> it's true. But I also like, discovered, too, that it's m- my feelings toward Bermeo Batman. Bermeo in general, period. Mm-hmm. But also like Bermeo Batman specifically. And your feelings on Bermeo art with Batman, they're very different. Um, yeah, I've never said big. that. I'm yeah, not you're not as big. Guy. And it's not like that would be, hey, who do you want to draw Batman? I'd say Bermeo like that. You wouldn't. So no. I get that too. And how you said of like, for me, I didn't have these at, you know, at the ready to pull and look. It's also in the magazine format, which I love this format for black. Label. It, is, it is good that the, the images are bigger. Like they're bigger than the cover. Like the, the one of Batman and Robin flying through the sky, but there's, like that's great to have in a larger format. Yes, there is. However. So in the one image of uh, Batman holding the, the kid and the neons yeah. above, yeah. like there's, by it almost zooming or cropping i'm pretty sure the actual cover itself has a neon batman sign above that's the source of the neon lights and that got cut off by fitting in this format Um, it's also kind of a bummer because i'm like man i would love to hang some of these and frame them yeah these are like but in doing so you like ruin the book you know like it's should this have been a poster book i don't know like i'm not i'm just thinking of do you remember the the Paul Dini Alex Ross is it, is it War on Crime Batman story and how oversized that was? Like, that was a yeah, really I, have, I own that. Yes, yes. Okay. Um, I mean they they did other ones that size too. Obviously, correct. I just think, I think they did all. I think they did the big three. I think they yeah. Them. Maybe Shazam too. Or was it not? Anyways, uh, that Romeo said that, like that was almost like the original pitch was to do these like that. And that that would have but, I think that would have been better because like you said we wouldn't have the crop distortion. But I guess DC with the 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 size of that just it didn't it wasn't what they wanted to do. They didn't like that size and selling of that size and stuff. And I mean I well, kind of get that. This can fit on my bookshelf. A book that size, I don't know how I put that on my shelf. <laughs> but, uh, you don't. You put it in a magazine box. There you go. Uh, in the end, I I really enjoyed this. Um, I do understand. I do. P. I get for you not being completely hyped up about it. Um, I understand why. Um, so there you go. But Batman, dear detective. There is, was... There's part of me that is willing to accept my loss of $8 because I know that Lee drew this in Italy. Yeah. So the fact that this <laughs> was true. drawn. It's all connected. Mother... Yeah. So the fact that this was drawn in the motherland. Yeah. Um, I will give it a pass. And he took a break to go there's just probably real Italian pasta. Imagine the cup of espresso that Lee was drinking while drawing this. Like, imagine, yeah. just imagine the cuisine. Like, we're talking <laughs> grilled octopus, margarita pizza, you know, like, imagine what Lee was eating while not this like stupid Olive Garden shit that Lauer loves. Like, we're talking say, real Italian was... food. Like, Lauer, Lauer thinks like, Deep frying chef Boyardee ravioli is gourmet. No, we're talking real hardcore Italian food. So I uh, I appreciate Lee's efforts there. There you go. 
Um, maybe he does like Olive Garden. So we'll move along now. There's no that way Liebermejo just... likes Olive Garden. <laughs> Living in Italy all these years, he's not a fan of Olive Garden by now. There, I don't think Olive Gardens are allowed in the like Mediterranean. Probably not. No. Let's move on to the next Tuesday. That was only the first Tuesday. My Lanta. Uh, Batman Urban Legends number nine. You stupid idiot. <laughs> you just call me a stupid idiot? Yes, I did. As opposed to the smart idiot. <laughs> Batman Urban Legends number 19. Uh, this is oh, a little bit of a God. mixed bag for me. I skipped uh, You the, have no taste. I skipped the first story. The, what? Um, yeah, I'm just... Eh, the, You're not an Outsiders fan, are you? Yeah. You've, have you do you really ever read any Batman outsider stuff? The any, any of the old stuff by any chance? No. I think you uh, I think you did. Tiny it. Hands in the Dark, the second story by Zach Thompson and Hayden Sherman. I thought was really good. It was really mm-hmm. cool. Creepy. Uh and then let's see, there's like a one page credited story with uh two face, or is it two pages? Yeah, it's like two pages. Called Call It, Joey Esposito, Michael Jannon. Uh, I thought that was really cool. Uh, I did skip the Alfred story. And then the last one I thought was, oh, Leatherbound, Brandon Easton and Will Robson. I thought those that was a pretty cool story. So about half. About really? half of it, I was good. Much we have, we've done the math because we're the smart idiots here. Uh, in which it's $8 book, two story. Okay, yeah. yeah. Could it be worth your money? I was about half in, half out. Uh, I did not dig call it. That's the one book I did not like. Um, Signal and the Outsiders Part Two I thought was great. A lovely uh, conclusion to Duke searching for his mother. Um, mm-hmm. I I've liked this this Batman the Outsiders team since uh, Brian Edward Hill uh, wrote the original uh, run um, of this like uh, iteration of the team well a while ago that was fun um and if you want to hear me talk to him about it that's uh, i have an interview with him on straight out of gotham Woo! so you can look at that um tiny hands was fun i dug that story i really like the alfred story though um <laughs> i'm really on a big alfred kick i'm having a lot of fun with this yeah and this killer croc story i thought was great i really enjoyed that so i, I just overall like you know i remember when at&t was you know running the show and they were talking about doing a lot of the anthology books. Batman Urban Legends proves to be the only thing that really came out of that that yeah. era of the DC Comics and AT and T. Uh, and I think it's it's still holding up really well. Um, I think they do a good job of mixing uh, stories in there. You know, even for the issues that you know we don't like, like you said, there's two. Uh, there's always two stories in there that make it worth buying, in my opinion. Hmm. So I love Urban Legends. I'm having a ball with it. Uh, like I'm like my name is Marv. So I I just I I really enjoy this book for the price point. It's this is to me I I'd much rather spend my eight dollars on this than what they gave me with the Brian Hay book. Just me though. Mm. So mm. okay, Peter. I mean, you've been a more of a champion of Urban Legends than I have. Um, so it seems like that that continues to doing it for you. Uh, it's halfway doing it for me surprisingly a book that more did more for me than not was batman versus robin number one Mm -hmm. i think it was fun it delved into some magic stuff that i'm like "Eh." i thought we got rid of 
this devil Neza from World's Finest, but Mark Wade carried him over to this. That doesn't excite me. But what does excite me is the return of Alfred and the inclusion of Alfred and him. Do you and think Bruce. they named is his name Nicisa? Like, did they name him after Fabian Nicisa? Sure. Any VHA? Yeah. It just, just the way you said it, it sounded like his last name. Uh, I don't know. I'm just, I, I don't know. That doesn't, eh. And I understand, it seems like it's come out of nowhere that Robin is just ready. I know this is supposed to follow the events of, you know, both World's Finest and Shadow War. Robin's just, he's coming for Batman right away. Uh, So it just kind of seemed, it made me feel like I was missing something, even though I've read, I read both. And yeah, and that helped clear that up of, he's possessed, but I I do. pink eyes didn't give it away for you? (laughs) <laughs> doesn't he have like pink eyes or something i mean still with that i mean with all that like considering still it made me feel like i was missing something though and it mm-hmm. and i didn't but I, I the highlight for me and why i'll con- definitely continue to read this is for the the alfred angle yeah um this book to me was the surprise of the month mm-hmm. um wasn't knowing what to really expect yeah. Uh, and I thought the magical elements, which are normally my thing as well, I thought they were played out really well. Um, I enjoy seeing this, like you said, this this dynamic with the whole Alfred angle and what that has to hold. And I just, you know, what, it's interesting. Like, why does Robin have Joaquin and uh, the genie and like this invisible Robin? And, like, you know, like it's. It's pretty. I'm. I'm. I'm into it. I'm interested. I. I like how Batman saves Alfred. I like the questions. I like the you know the quizzing and yeah. Damien can't figure it out. And you know Alfred was teased at the end of Robin at one point. Like we, they, you know, yeah. Williams. And it's weird though because like there's there's bits of the world's finest, like you said, in this, and then it's almost like this is a continuation of Joshua Williamson's stories. So it's like, why is Wade writing this and not Williamson? Um, Because Williamson's been doing all the Robin stuff, you know, like on Lazarus Island and everything. Um, Overall, like this really surprised me. I'm looking forward to see where it goes. It is a $5.99 book. So you get a little bit, you get some more pages. It's an overpriced book, but I think it's worth it. And, uh, you know, I love the Zatanna Batman relationship. And I thought it was uh, written very well here. I was very cool. I mean, I know it sounds messed up, but a very cool indie horror aspect, creepy mm-hmm. angle of what how they yeah. walked in on Zatanna. It's just, um, yeah, it makes sense. It's like, oh, and then they did a close-up panel of her as she's there, too. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, man, that's, ooh. Yeah. Yeah, that was really cool. Uh, yeah, so. Is this guy the, the villain of Black Adam? Is that why he's getting so much love? I'm curious. I, I just can't remember I see the action figure. You just, and it was him? That was his name? I, don't I know there's a devil. I, 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 exactly though. Like I'm, I'm just, I'm being very vague. I don't know the history there. of this character. I know I he popped either. up in World's Finest. I felt like this is probably a, a poll that I don't know because I probably read him like in a Justice League Dark book at one point, and I don't remember. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good point. Well, <laughs> we'll know when we do next month's wrap up, won't we? At that point. Let's see. Yeah, Black Adam. Black Adam. The so, power of the DC universe. Universe. Look at that, in innocent. Uh, moving right along, Batman, or no, I am Batman, number 13. Mm-hmm. Pete reads this. I do not. Pete, how Ryan doesn't it? read this. I don't I know don't why Ryan this. doesn't read this. It's got Batman in the title. It does. It makes no sense. Um, makes no sense. I dig it. It's cool. I wish we'd move along a little bit more. It's kind of hit a slow pace. Mm. Um, but, you know, 
Batman's working with the question. Uh, you know, just again, it's it's kind of a slow burn with this corrupt government, uh, you know, and everything that's going on. But we will uh, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, I just I just wish Ridley would pick up the pace. I feel like he's kind of dragging his feet here. But yeah. uh, overall, like, it's pretty good stuff. This is an ongoing series, or is it? As far as I know, I don't know when they're gonna stop it. I mean, this is like his. This is like Jace Fox's. I don't know third volume book. of Batman. Yeah. Mm. Gotcha. So okay. But, you know, overall, overall, still entertaining. Still, in my mind, still just a, a solid, you know, detective. If you like, kind of like grounded Batman stuff, this is really up your alley. You keep telling me that I need to get on this, and I think Hoopla. I think that there's a trade of, you know, I don't the first know. trade is out. I I feel like it is. I, I've seen it, and it's on Hoopla. I haven't read like from issue one though. I only started reading it because he was That's in New true. York City. So I was like, "Oh, okay, this is interesting. Like, if he's gonna be in New York, I'm gonna check it out." Like, yeah. There you go. Move along to the third Tuesday of the month, and one bad day continues this month with Two Face number one, written by Mariko Tamaki. Pete, we're very familiar with Mariko mm-hmm. Tamaki on Detective. Mm-hmm. Excellent run on Detective, and then art from Javier Fernandez, who I am. The name, at least, I'm unfamiliar. You've seen um, his art, uh, yeah. So, uh, I thought that this they're two for two on the one bad one bad day series. Uh, there's going to be eight total once a month. Uh, this is month two, a two face title. Um, great story, I think, fitting art, and as is probably expected, you kind of keep guessing throughout the story, yeah. Uh, which way harvey is going to land and that's all i'll say i thought it was great mm-hmm. uh the the main point of these books is to give these other batman villains their killing joke story and i think that they are two for two i know i was a lot more hyped on the riddler one than you were uh i think that this is a great this is a great two-faced story i don't i, I, I this is what i have no idea how you feel you haven't. I, shown I don't. Your hand. I don't like this. I don't like you didn't this like it. All. No. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I thought the inclusion of of Harvey's father was weird. I didn't need that. I don't think. I, I talked about this with Kowalski uh, a couple days ago, and uh, I don't know if I need to know why they are who they are. I kind of like the you know the ambiguity. Um, yeah. I don't necessarily think harvey had a rough upbringing i think harvey is essentially a child of privilege you know i think he's very fortunate uh you know i just i think what screwed harvey up is the acid just screwed up his brain when when moroni threw it at him um because i think beforehand i don't think harvey came from like an upbringing of like fear or questioning i just think he you know he had a normal wonderful life and you know, he went to law school and all that jazz. So like, and then to see Harvey's dad with like blisters all over his face, I don't even know how that happened. Like, he fell down and all of a sudden his face is blistering. So, if you could tell me why that happened, I'd appreciate it. Um, I appreciated the artwork. I thought that was great. Again, artwork is better than story, in my opinion. Uh, I love Tamaki. I think she's a fabulous writer, but this one did not land with me. Um, love seeing spoiler in this. That was great. Uh, it was interesting seeing Mayor Nakano <laughs> uh, back in the fold here, but everything involving Harvey's dad just didn't sit right with me. It just felt uh, out of character. I just, you know, and I know people have said like Harvey's always had psychological issues and stuff, but in my mind, it's, you know, like it's, 
it's there's never like you know the anime series did big bad harv um you know nolan kind of changed it a little bit and it wasn't acid it was fire so it was more along like like motivation and like how is this fair like i i, I kind of agree more with like the nolan aspect of who two-face was before mm-hmm. uh or who harvey dent was before two-face and i feel the book misses that and hmm. just, again everything with the dad just doesn't sit well with me like i don't think harvey's dad would have done that i feel like harvey's dad was an upstanding citizen and that's just my take um sure. and these one bad days have not hit with me i did not like the riddler story i did not like this so i'm surprised and i just keep looking at the, the back the, of the truth room. i just wasted another eight dollars like what are they doing oh, no. to me? <laughs> the true test is next month with penguin yeah i'm excited for that um if that one doesn't hit with me then there's a good shot uh, I do these uh, digital only. Yeah, <laughs> I thought I thought Ridley is on the Penguin one. John Ridley? Yeah, we'll see. Ridley's I'm 50, going 50 there now. Me. We'll see. Like his future state stuff, I didn't like, but his his I am Batman stuff, I did enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's loading. It's still loading. Great radio, but I'm pretty sure it was John Ridley. And let's, let's just Google it. I can't remember who who is on the art. Uh, yeah, so this is this is not becoming a um, <laughs> this is not becoming a great month for Peter Vera. No. It was just a, it was just an ATM for them. Uh, One bad day, Penguin by John Ridley, Giuseppe Comacoli, Comacoli, yeah, the yeah. Uh, followed by One Bad Day, Mr. Freeze. Followed by One Bad Day, Bane by Joshua Williamson. Nico Swayan is doing Clayface. the Mr. Freeze one, which I'm looking forward to. One he- Bad Day, Roz by Tom Taylor. I, you know, there are some of these I made. Like, so Miko Swayan did the, uh, apologies on if I'm mispronouncing that, did uh-huh. the art for the Harley Quinn White Knight book. Mm-hmm. And I was a big fan of that art. So um, I don't know Jerry Dugan, Matteo Scalero, Scalera, mm-hmm. and Dave Stewart for Mr. Mikko. Freeze. I don't Mateo know Scalera. That's who. Okay, Matteo Scalera did the uh-huh. Harley Quinn. I always get that in Miko Swayan. Miko Swayan okay. did did the uh, a lot of art in the I like Joker the Har- Joker Joker Harley, um, the Insanity story. Oh, with uh, Garcia, book. with Garcia, yes. right? Yeah. Miko Swain did the art for that. She's and... she's a pistol on Twitter, by the way, Garcia. Yes. She, she likes. She's uh <laughs> If you tell her you don't like her book, she's gonna speak her mind. I like her. I like her. <laughs> I like her attitude. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So good thing we're not reviewing one of her books this month. Oh, I no, like Criminal Sin. After you, I'm kidding. Oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> the one I've read, I've liked. It's not a good, not a good month for you, Pete, in Batman comics. Yeah. So the uh, only things I would question would be. For me that i'm i would say i'm not interested in like honestly like bane mm-hmm. bane and Roz are like the two i'm like eh, yeah like we'll see i feel like i know bane's origin like we we, we, mm-hmm. we know what it is it was in nightfall why do you have to tell you know like yeah i don't know but the clayface one sounds really interesting uh the mr freeze one sounds interesting and you know penguin i will be we'll see what happens i I'm, we'll what happens. i i like the pull of clayface of do, of picking him as one of the eight over him I feel like Joker, you, yeah. I feel like you could have gone with yes, yeah, some other more popular, if you will, uh villains. And so that's kind of the one of like, okay, I like this. What do you got? I'm totally like shocked so we'll they did not put Joker. I mean, I guess Me because too. it's and I'm glad. I guess he joke. started with killing joke, yeah. Yeah, but I'm surprised they just you know, they that's a cash cow right there. Mm-hmm. Uh moving along. 
Batman Superman World's Finest number seven. We actually had a little bit of a palate cleanser last month, I thought. Um, it was a fun issue. Uh, this one is fine. <laughs> I mean, the, the really? title I the title's not the title's not for me, I think, in the end. Mm. So I, I think we'll just see each wrap-up month on if I read it or not. I did read this one. It fits totally with a and it hits some notes of else not else world but multiverse you know stuff um mm-hmm, some mm-hmm. some high points but i mean i read it the one time and i was like that's yeah, fine and i didn't go back and look at it didn't reread it and i don't know i'm kind of just reading it now because it's available yeah i had a blast with this this book has really taken a turn for me i really enjoy it well, good i like the similarities to supergirl I think that's cool. Uh, her origin, like I, I dig how uh, you know, just the Batman and Robin relationship is in, in, in this book, and I love how it's Dick Grayson Robin, um, because in my opinion, you know, I've never got a like whole that. lot of Batman and Dick Grayson Robin. Yeah, that's we didn't get that much. We didn't get that. He's always been Nightwing for us, you know. And while there's nothing wrong with that, like I love Nightwing itself. Like Batman yeah. and Dick Grayson, the original Dynamite. You could go the back best, and read fifty years of the them. The best and Robin, the best Robin. Yes. Uh, in my opinion, Dick Grayson. Sorry, Sorry Tim Drake. Dick Grayson's better. Anyways. Yeah, much better. But um, yeah, I, I'm really interested in the. I'm really interested in this. I love the the fact that Dick Grayson rides on Superman and loves it is everything and every anything. <laughs> um, it's just a lot of fun. The story really got an emotional uh, beat with the with David. I believe his name is. Um, I just oh man. This book has taken such a turn. Like in the beginning, I was like, "This thing sucks. I'm not gonna read Good. this some, again." Uh, some but, light. Oh, and can we this... uh, can we also take appreciation for the Batman '66 Batcopter that made an appearance? Yes, that was fun. So love what Dan Mora is doing. Uh, mm-hmm. It's actually not Dan Mora. Actually, it's a new right. It's a new artist. I'm sorry, it, Mora it's did Mora the cover. Style. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's interesting. They, they mislabeled it on the uh, on the title on the cover. It more. says more, yeah. the The cover definitely is Dan Mora because he even signed it. But, it is. Uh, they they put somebody else's name on the cover. That's why I thought it was a different uh, artist. Just yep, like, they like did the cover that more. That's Dan interesting. Moore. So it is Dan Mora because I was like, wow, he did a great job mimicking his art. But, yeah, yeah, opening the opening page definitely made me think um, the new Batman Adventures Gotham City, just because of that like red sky and the way that the buildings and stuff were mm-hmm. um, on. But anyways, that's that's a little added comment there. Uh, I'm glad it's Fair working enough. for you, Peter. Yeah, I mean, I mean like Mora it. has been, uh, he, he likes putting little things like that. He's kind of like Sean Murphy. Hmm. He likes putting like little things that uh, he loves in his stories. Yeah. You know, Murphy loves adding, you know, characters or vehicles or whatnot. His so nods to the animated series. All that's where I'm going. He, lo- he loves yeah. his nods, so. Mora's got a little bit of that in him too, and that's fun. Nice. Yeah. Uh continuing on Batman the Night, number nine of ten. Uh I'm really I'm looking forward to this ending next month. Yeah, I am too. This book sucks. I, I liked uh Roz being kind and Talia being so apparent here. It's interesting a little bit, but also I kind of I've lost caring in which why are you guys even talking about it? I don't know, because we're completists. But it's I don't know. The biggest problem I keep having with it is Ghostmaker being involved. 
Yeah. Because it just doesn't make sense at this point. And I think but Bruce even recognizes sucks. that he killed someone. And yet Bruce is still like, but we'll still be we'll still be allies and pals and friends. And I'm like, man, this I kind of F this. I don't, I don't, it, it doesn't make and sense. It's and also, I know I'm bringing baggage of not liking Ghostmaker uh to it either. So what'd you say about Zadarsky? Uh another bad Batman book by Chip Zadarsky. I'm uh, ready to be done with this next month. Yeah. Let's we'll spend like no two more minutes origin stories, please. I've got Batman's origin story. It's done. I think I don't need to see it in print and it. I don't need to see it on film ever again. It's done perfectly in both formats. Let's yeah. stop doing this. Which really stinks because the first issue, I, I couldn't stop saying good things about. Yeah, I like that old Catwoman broad. She was nice. Oh, it was a really good first issue. And then it yeah. was like, boom. So, yeah, meh, no redemption. This thing for me. and uh, Batman uh, Beyond uh, Poopy Year. Uh, <laughs> poopy Year. Yeah. What an origin story. All right. Okay. Well, speaking of poop. The next Tuesday, the final Tuesday of the month, Detective Comics 1064. Pete, have at it. Uh, that thing sucks, too. Uh, <laughs> it's all right. It's probably Rom's best uh, Batman book. Um, again, Mr. Um, what's his name? Who's the artist? I forget the artist's name. Raphael Albuquerque. Oh, Albuquerque. Fantastic job with the artwork. You won't find a, a broader uh, range of artwork on any book on the shelves this week. Um, from the storytelling stuff that uh, Talia was telling Damien, which kind of had like old school Kung Fu vibes to just traditional, uh, you know, uh, American comic book art style. Uh, uh, he, he just, Albuquerque just knocks it out of the park. Uh, the backup story is over, thank God, because that was one of the worst things I've ever read in my life. Um, it was probably the best chapter of that backup story, but it's a Jim Gordon thing. And it was it had like this noir feel to it, but like at some point he walks in and like, there's this green thing vomit that I don't know what's going on. It, it's horrible storytelling. So yeah, God, I hope I never was this guy's name was like Spurrier Spurrier. I don't even know who this is. A guy's name is the writer, but I hope I never see anything from them again. Cause it was absolutely dreadful. Wow. Um, yeah, I just detective. Uh, I think I said in my review, it's an overpriced book. It's got a lousy backup story. <laughs> it's got, you know, a, a primary story that relies too much uh, on the artwork because the writer is just trying too hard, in my opinion. Like, he's just, he fought, he got Batman. I think he's just trying too hard, you know, and yep. uh, it's not landing with me. Some people it is, but it's just, I don't know. Uh, the primary stories for both uh, both Batman and Detective have been underwhelming lately, and that's that's a bad sign. That is bad. So. I didn't even read the backup story this time around it's because I did not like the first two. Oh, so I'm like, I don't even care how it ends. So I'm going to save yeah. my time and just not even read it, which is silly because I, you know, I basically what we've paid an extra dollar for that. But the story overall, um, I'm with you. It's slow. It is. I think I said last month that I think it feels like, and this is harsh, but it's almost like pretentious for pretentious sake. Yeah, um, similar to great writer like, trying too hard. Similar to Batman, the Batman title itself too. Of there's nothing wrong with it. to me. There's nothing wrong with the ambition and taking shots, but for the sake of like I, I'm gonna just make the greatest and most poetic and artistic mm. story. Gets too. It's just like you're okay. Come on, let's get going here. And then there's too many elements um that they're not clicking and there's one thing to set the table and another thing to like set it and then get to eat it (laughs) like get to have a meal served on it and this is like the opening story felt a little disconnected and it was it felt bogged down and 
was just like what and i understand i think talia's inclusion in the story she's trying to protect bruce which i do like that point in what she's doing and we don't know how or why exactly yet i think that will be revealed but you've got this other family coming in and all of a sudden they're connected to the arkhams and i know that was mentioned last month and it's just i don't know it's the art is awesome Dude, I, I don't it's... even remember what's going on within the contents of the story from month to month. Like that's how un like interesting I think the story is. Yes, and I don't know if maybe next month I'll just read these three issues in one sitting and then read the next just to see if it somehow flows better. But this just kind of goes with it's it stinks because I, I mean I said it on here for sure. I was really excited about the teams. It's themed like a I mean, I really liked Mariko Tamaki on Detective. I thought that was great. Before her was uh Peter J. Tomasi, uh, also great. Uh, Chip Zdarsky was getting before that was Tynan, who did a great job as well. Anyways, um, Detective is much better than Batman. I will fight you on that for as long as as I can, as long as I breathe. That Detective run is very underrated. Don't don't get it twisted with Batman. I thought it was overrated. As someone like me and Kowalski are the only two who don't like that Detective. Kowalski doesn't (laughs) like anything right now except for books that were published in the eighties. Oh yeah, okay. I can't disagree with them. The 80s books are great. But anyways, uh, I was excited for these two teams and for the writers alone. And both are underwhelming, like you said, and uh, disappointing. For me, this is not for sports, like signing big time free agents who just don't pull through. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's exactly perfect example comparison. I am just I am disappointed because I had and is it my own fault for setting my expectations so I no it's not because not we know they're that history. they're very good. They're, they're reputation. very good yeah. <laughs> uh, writers and I'm just I am just kind of disappointed in it's both just, so it, far and I don't know how I don't think there's going to be the one moment in it like next issue for both of them that I'm like but redemption it's so amazing now I love it. It's like maybe more moments that I like mm-hmm. but I don't three You've set up many times on here of like three issues is what you give some books sometimes. And so far, Detective, at least Batman has had a little bit of a gradual decline, but it started off like the first was awesome and I loved it. Detective hasn't even gotten to like, oh, yeah, yeah. it's really good. It's like Detective eh. has been good since Tamaki. Eh. I, I so, will say, like, there are times I break my own rule, like Batman the Night, I'm on issue nine, you know, mm-hmm. like Batman Beyond uh, Poopy Year, I went to issue five. It's true. So it's like, there are times where it's like, all right, let me see if it'll pull through. Yeah. And it's just, it just doesn't. And you want to know something like these books are getting sold back. I may wait a little bit. I may go through the long boxes and get a, a solid long box myself because selling back. I mean, don't get me wrong. I got no problem doing it. I understand the, the business aspect of selling books back to your comic shop, but you're not going to mm-hmm. get what you paid for it. So, you know, for anyone who's new at this and uh, if you're, you know, new, welcome to the club. Um, quantity it's not quality because if you're selling it back you're not selling back quality yeah you're selling back quantity of junk so make sure you have at least one long box of junk to get at least any sort of cash back you'll get more store credit from my experience which is fine for me because then it goes and applies to next week's books but Mm -hmm. yeah these are gonna go into the sell sell stack yeah uh i don't know Uh, i don't know It'll just take up space for me for a while. Uh, moving on, a place that buys books, like will they buy? I don't, I don't know. I don't know if the, I haven't tried. Shop. I need to try and just maybe because I've got some other stuff too that I'm be I'd be fine freeing up some room. I'm like convergence gone. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. 
<laughs> like Bane Conquest, <laughs> gone. Batman yeah. Confidential, like the first six issues, gone. I already know what I want to When you've sell. got it ready. Yeah. Uh, I will not sell back Batman Beyond the White Knight, number five. Pete, it should be no surprise to you or anyone that I still love this series. Um, I love this book. I love this issue. I think this issue actually was the funniest a White Knight issue of the entire series because the back and forth between Jack and Bruce, I thought was really, really funny. Had really good moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, action was good. Story progressed. Art's fantastic. And then I don't think I want, in case somebody hasn't read it yet, because it did just come out right before uh, we dropped this episode. The what they do with Jack and Bruce, I think, is uh, a lot of fun and like a lot of fun. And then it, which is, I think, a, a rec like a requirement. Each issue of a White Knight book has to end with a little bit of like a tease or like a cliffhanger mm-hmm. a little mm-hmm. bit. And mm-hmm. uh, Murphy has mastered that for his own series. And this the issue continues an awesome book that's about Batman Beyond. So I'm not a hater. Um, no you just hate I, bad writing i just yeah i don't like i don't like bad writing there we go um pretty pictures can only get me so far so yeah beyond the white knight continues to just kick ass my my only gripe with beyond the white knight is i wish bruce wayne wore a mask while he was out vigilante right yeah no, that's I'm it that's you. it other than that then this book is like an a like it's I love the dynamic, like you said, between um, Joker or Jack and Bruce. That's great. I, I, I just, uh, you know, just uh, the Dick Grayson stuff. I still it, it bothers me because I know Dick Grayson is such a great character. It's going to be redemption for him. Yeah, there's got to be something. Um, mm-hmm. Murphy's really won me over because I did not like. Um, you didn't Curse. like Curse. Mm-hmm. I didn't like Curse, but this book is really just every issue. I feel like it's better and better and. You know the stuff going on with Terry is interesting, and you have powers, and I, I, it's cool. Not Ryan sticking. Powers, okay? No, no, not Ryan Powers. <laughs> you know, I love Murphy's nods. I love those all those Batman animated series, uh, Bat Wings everywhere. Um, it's just I'm having so much fun reading this book monthly, and uh, you know, I I love the little things at the end of the book, like the te- not the, I don't know if they're teases or whatnot, but like. His writings, know, yeah, the teaser, but I like the shadows, is what I'm saying. Like, I, oh, I yeah, yeah. we said this previously. Like, when he when you see like the shadows of characters, mm-hmm. it's them in their like rogues gallery uniform. Like, that's cool. Like, Murphy just yeah. does some cool stuff. And uh, to be honest, like, I would buy this book in black and white. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm looking at these next issue panels, and these are just this book looks really cool in black and white. He, what was it? So uh, I, I would, out, if I were ever to buy artwork, I would buy the pa- the page that they put on for next issue. The Batman on Film podcast, I tweeted it out where Javi and I got to talk to Sean Murphy. Um, for me, it was my second time. Um, pretty stoked that I got to speak to him twice. But I, I, we did talk to him about black and white and how over in like over in Europe and stuff like black and white's a huge seller. And I think he's pushed to do almost like noir versions and stuff to sell that kind. But apparently it doesn't sell as well in the U.S. And that's DC's like number one, which I mean, I get it. They're in the U.S., but there is an audience for black and white. And apparently DC doesn't doesn't do that, Uh, which is surprising to me that because, I mean, it costs less that way, too, because you're not printing colors. So so. (laughs) but they're but they're hesitant to sell it. And he thinks that that they should because there's an audience for it. Um, so you're not, basically you're not alone. 
I bought. Uh, I also bought like this version of Hush. It's Hush unwrapped. Yeah, uh, and it's it's not really black pencils. and white as much as it pencils, but it was cool. Like there's certain things like it's not something I would do all the time. You know, yeah. like unless it's Sin City because that's the only way Frank Miller does it. Mm-hmm. But um, I dig it. I mean, again, I read future and some, yeah. And I mean, I love, I love, I love colors. But there are some stories that I mean, <laughs> frankly, because it was Ollie's. Um, mm-hmm. I think Rob Myers found a long Halloween noir version. I don't know. It was like $7 or something like that. That's one really that looks, that. Re- that's one that looks cool in a noir version in black and white. And for obvious reasons, because the book is heavily influenced by noir. Anyways, moving on. Uh, Batman, the audio adventures. Number one. I didn't even know that this was happening. Where and have you been? We were not, we weren't the biggest fans of the, the big 80 page giant that they did last year for it around the time they dropped the podcast. I remember you and I, we were very much like, this is disappointing. I didn't, we didn't really like very many stories in that. This is going to be a seven issue series that started this month, uh, right in time for season two of the podcast to be dropping. Uh, I, I had a lot of fun with this issue. I thought that the art looked very um, Darwin cookish. Okay. Okay. I felt dark. Yeah. Like maybe a blend. There you go. A, a blend of, Dick Sprang and Darwin Cook, uh, Anthony Marquez. I, I'm a big fan of mm-hmm. um, of his art in this. And Bat- Batman was definitely the biggest takeaway to me of looking like Cook. But I thought that it was really fun overall. It was, I mean, a little. It gets a little out there with the villains that he's um, that Batman's going after and stuff. But we'll um, see but how the, that develops. All of them were it was fun. in season one, like Which this. I did. Uh... I didn't listen to the podcast. I listened to like the first two that they dropped on Apple. And then I never pulled up the HBO Max uh, app mm. to listen to the podcast, which I think a lot of people, I'm not alone in that department. And now they have dropped them all on Apple. Um, so I'm oh, going to go okay. back and listen. Yeah, I'm going to go back and listen now. But yeah, so I mean, that's just kind of where I where I landed on this issue. I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I wasn't really feeling this. Yeah. It, this kind of feels to me like it's made for kids. And uh, this I get kinda, that. I, I feel like this is up there with Batman Scooby-Doo and it's not, I don't like it because it's not good. I don't like it. I just don't think, cause I just, it's, I'm not the target audience. Yeah. You know, I just, I feel like this is, you know, and I think that artwork leans that way. You know, that it's, it feels a little bit more cartoony. It does feel like Darwin Cook. You're right. As I flip through again. Um, yeah, but I wasn't like totally into this book. You know, I, I passed on it cause I can only imagine how much this book is, um, in print. Like, what do you think this is a $7 book? It's a, oh, $5. Okay. But I thought it'd be more money. I didn't it's, think it was five. I thought it was, I thought it was three ninety nine because it's the normal, it's the normal length. A variant cover. Yeah. So the variant, there you go. The variants, um, there's no price tag on the original cover, just the variant. So it's either three or four ninety nine, which isn't bad. But uh, yeah, it's just not it's just not for me. Got it. Uh, I'll continue on reading this until I'm not happy with it. So far, eh, first. I think you'll really but... like this. Like I said, I got really good like Batman Scooby Doo vibes from this. Yeah, that's fun. Um, and then lastly, Batman Fortress number five. Uh, I thought this one not as what do I want to say. It's not a negative, but it's not as I didn't have as much fun with this one as I have all the issues prior, but it's also kind of like serves as a gathering issue for the next 
I think it's I think it's going to be eight total mm-hmm. for the next three issues. So this was kind of like the got to take a breath and gather and set stuff up for what's to come. Um, definitely. But I don't mean that as a, as a negative at all. Um, it's just when when these aliens take the Justice League members, Batman's got to go find the sidekicks and gather the sidekicks to go save the main heroes. So that was the point of this issue. And uh, I was cool with it. Um, and that's about, I don't know, it was like a B, solid B. Uh, I had a lot of fun with this issue. I thought it was cool. The artwork is sometimes, like I said in previous uh, episodes. Yeah, it's, it's the weird. full face because when Batman's even Batman when he's got the cowl on and you just see the chin that does end up looking better than full Bruce Wayne facial. It's the, <laughs> for some reason this guy whoever this artist is the noses Derek Robertson. But um, it's, it, especially during the Aqualad parts, like I was like, what is going on with Aqualad's nose? Um, but uh, overall, I like it. I like the ending. I thought that was really cool. I was like, oh wow, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens. And we'll Lex Luthor is always inserting himself. So uh, that should Classic. be an interesting dynamic. Um, I, I'm very interested in this story. I can't wait to see where it goes. I think he's assembled a nice little team here. And uh, we will see what happens next. But I'm, I'm, I'm digging the story. I'm digging the story. Mm-hmm. Me too. Uh, yeah, three. I think, I think it is eight total. So we've got three months left of Batman Fortress. We'll see what happens then. And now. Really quick, I'll fly through my honorable mentions, Pete. Poison Ivy number four, I thought was was another one that was fun. And they're keeping, I think as I've said about this so far with this series, is they've kept Poison Ivy as a bit of a villain. But also, if she's going to be the star, you kind of have to root for her a little bit too. And she has moments where you do root for her. This issue specifically, yes, is a perfect example of how they gave her moments for you to root for her. The Jurassic League number five, Pete. It's a book you gave up on. You wouldn't. Yes. You wouldn't jump back in and appreciate it. It's still dinosaurs uh, gathering, becoming ally- allies, and fighting the dark side version of the Jurassic. What's his name? World. Uxosaurus. Uxosaurus. Yes. <laughs> Uxosaurus. They come together and they're fighting Uxosaurus, and there's going to be a there's a big uh, mega battle for the finale next month. Um, it continues to be fun. The Flash, The Fastest Man Alive, number one. A mm. movie tie-in, Pete. It's been a while since we had one. <laughs> it's been a while! Again! And a very loosely movie tie-in, I think. Uh, the art was a little off for me because they were emphasized that it was emphasized that it was a movie tie-in. So then I can't help but compare and contrast. But overall, I actually thought like, it was kind of fun. Uh, it didn't is is definitely leaning more positive of middle middle of the road for me. Uh, I'll can mm-hmm. I'll read the next one. I think it's a three parter, and yeah, I'll read I'll read next mm-hmm. month's because this one was harmless enough. But I thought it was fun. I will I will keep up with this. I enjoyed it. Um, I I, I it wasn't the greatest Flash Batman team up ever, but it's like serviceable. Mm-hmm. Um, this this artist, um, Mister Ortiz, drew uh batfleck pretty well like that the, it's clear as day that that is ben affleck and batman and this is the snyder verse like the bat caves the same and all that the suits the same so i had fun with it i enjoyed it you know like yeah i will i will keep up with it it was you know i'm interested to see where this ends does this lead up to like the first shot of the movie like you know yeah i miss movie tie-ins i feel like the la- oh man what was the last movie tie-in we had 
Was it the BBS comics that were in serial? No, we had them for Wonder Woman 84. There was a big one-shot issue. Oh. There was okay. one for Wonder Woman 84. There was a movie tie-in. Uh, before that, BVS had like comic books and serial boxes, right? Mm-hmm. And then I think before that was Batman Begins, which wasn't even a tie-in. That was an adaptation. Yeah. So, yeah. So the last couple tie-ins were BVS and I believe Wonder Woman 84. If I missed one, please feel free to uh, yell at me on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, but not and don't bring the Batman book club into it. Just straight up Peter Vera on his own. Yell at him. That's where he has the most haters. Yeah, no, well, no one hates you because you don't pick a side. That's right. <laughs> you get my political answers. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Nightwing number 96 felt like it was almost like a conclusion of the bit of a big arc. And I think it felt that way too. It was a good cliffhanger last month, and this one this month picked up right afterwards. I thought mm-hmm. another grounded, uh, solid, what you and I have been saying month after month, that it's definitely we're not it's not negative, it's just like a comfortable, solid uh, nightwing story. It keeps enough interest for me that I'm just gonna keep gonna keep reading. Uh, there is something that really stands out. Bruno Redondo's art has me keep going back because it, it stands out. It's just very unique. It's so comforting. It's mm-hmm. just, it's so comforting, his artwork. And the colorist as well. Like, the colors yes. are great. All the fire and ex- explosions and all mm-hmm. the, the effects. Like, who did the coloring in this book? Did you know that apparently Tom Taylor is getting a bunch of uh, shitty people on Twitter going after him because they, they don't like the Dick Babs relationship? that he's doing well and those I'm people like, are stupid because that is dick's that's dick's girl thank right. you that's what i thought i'm like i, like, no, I, I guess you guys a, must be new to comics yeah because i thought that that is that's kind of been a thing for years and i like it i think it fits i like you both know, uh, grayson's always oh, had yeah. his, his you know his girls he's, he's starfire been a player starfire he had uh babs so he's always those are basically his two mainstays yeah but you know, man, he likes redheads and orange girls like that's fine this redheads Gotta love him. Uh, to um, me personally, having Dick and Babs back together is wonderful. Um, yeah, makes sense. You know, and it was like cool. I have I haven't felt this good about a comic book relationship since Tynan ended uh, his detective run with uh, Tim and Stephanie driving off into the sunset, and that didn't pan out. But mm-hmm. um, you know, like it's this is like one of my top two comic book relations. If 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 I was like a crazy guy on Twitter talking about ships, uh, this is one I would be tweeting about nonstop. <laughs> But, become um, that crazy guy yeah too. you know the dick, dick bar the barbara's relationships have always been interesting throughout comics um mm-hmm. the you know the most contra well not just comics but probably the most controversial one is probably the one from and people are going to say it's a killing joke but it's you know it actually started in uh, new adventures i believe ba- batman and barbara or bruce and barbara first started dating then so bruce tim has always had a bar uh, ba- a bruce babs thing well mm-hmm. i i always disagreed with it and i always thought it was a babs and grayson so but yeah like i'm happy to see that that's actually probably the thing i took out most from this um but i'm interested to see this new villain like who's he going around like this guy did this guy really just kill blockbuster <laughs> penguin's dead blockbuster's dead what the hell are you guys doing i'm gonna need a reboot Rem- soon for moving a heart that's pretty that's kind of definitive but i mean we've seen definitive things before in comics i mean jason uh, got destroyed with a crowbar <laughs> yeah yeah so, and blown up so hey yeah uh, Harley Quinn, the 30th anniversary special. I didn't get through all of this and read all of it, but I did read about Man, half. And lots of fun there. There's yeah, there's some fun stuff in there. My favorite, uh, submissive, written and illustrated by, and I did not look this up. Sajip and Sijik. Yeah, the Harleen book. Yeah, and he's got a cool variant cover, puppeteer type. Yes, stuff. I think that might be my favorite of the 
variant covers the story itself looks great because uh, yeah, don't check Harvey, out his twitter profile at work by the way no it's don't uh, do that doesn't leave much to the imagination and <laughs> but i mean for this the art is just great i did like the story the harleen book that he did a few years ago was my favorite book of that year i thought yeah. that, that book was awesome um and then i've told you is it lao that did the bruce tim looking variant that had poison ivy and harley quinn um art germ art yes okay that's his name yeah i really like that uh that variant as well but i mean the books the book's fun it's got a ton of stories in it um stanley art germ wow there you go you got it pete yeah, no, anyways, I was a big fan of that book myself. I bought uh, I bought three variants. I bought the Frank Cho wow. variant to complete the set because I have all of Frank's variants. Go Harley, uh, the Adam Hughes variant and the Bruce Tim variant. Like those are like those are my favorites. So I picked those up. Solid issue, well worth your money. Um, eighty pages of just Harley Quinn insanity. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the last Harley Quinn story ever told probably was my favorite because it was the one I didn't expect to see. Um, and that was vintage amanda waller yeah but it was also nice. great getting a look into harley's uh psychosis so mm-hmm. that's fun check that out but i have a kleenex next to you because uh it's not it, it is the last harley quinn story for what reason because you cry oh i cry i shed a tear yeah. it wasn't okay. anything like last night when judge broke the uh, or tied the <laughs> <laughs> but uh got I it did a tear. excellent um oh and and then i didn't mention this but poison ivy's on my honorable mentions i loved it I love how they balance the evil and slightly heroic aspect. I think that's where Ivy fits best. Like Ivy, Ivy. I don't know why I said that. Ivy, Ivy killing bad people is right about where I see where she is. You know, she's uh, she's not quite Catwoman. She leans more towards the bad side than she does the good. But um, you know, if Ivy, yeah, I, I just like the way this version of Ivy and how she operates. I think G Willow Wilson is a fantastic writer, and I love reading her stuff. Mm-hmm. Also, for me, I have... Um, where did these books go? Oh, here we go. Uh, Future State Gotham uh, 17 just continues the multi-Batman insanity. Uh, you know, you've got you know, just uh, Damian Wayne, you've got Hush, you've got Bruce Wayne, you've got Jace, <laughs> you've got Dick Grayson, Batman. It's it's nuts. It's, it's I don't know how uh, Culver uh, is able to just keep the the pedal to the metal because he is just mm-hmm. going like 75,000 miles an hour mm-hmm. <laughs> on the Autobahn and it just seems like he's not letting up so that's that's an insane book uh, Batgirls again I I keep trying to get you to read this if you're not going to read I Am Batman you should be reading Batgirls this is way more fun and again like the dynamic of all three of them is just so insane it's like it's like a more serious version of like I, uh, I'm trying to think of like a girl like just like kind of like team up comedy type thing and like i keep for some reason i keep going back to like clueless but that's not really what it is but it's it's just it's just a fun you know it's just a fun book it's uh, spoilers great uh cast is great just their environments are fun they're they're dealing with just juggling like real life and (laughs) relationships and uh just superheroing and i'm probably not the the demographic for this book but i i can't help but love it Mm -hmm. um a new book. Uh, this is my Eric Carter recommendation of the week. Because <laughs> I, I think he would love this. Uh, 
Titans United Blood Pack. It's a sequel to the Titans United uh, limited series that came out. And this was pretty cool. Um, it wasn't anything amazing or great, but if you dig the TV show, this is right up there with it. I feel like they try to somewhat follow in lines with that continuity a, a little bit. It may be a little loose, but it seems pretty interesting. Uh, so, you know, if you're, if you're a fan of the show um, and it makes sense, like I feel like the show has got to be coming soon because they have, right on the cover watch titans on hbo max <laughs> so i feel like this is kind of uh another tie-in but not really yeah. uh, explained um and uh but just overall for dc fans dark crisis on infinite earth um please read this if you are a fan of crisis events this will not let you down uh they're doing some pretty remarkable things within that book so nice uh you know overall dc universe fans will love that i didn't mention Task Force Z number twelve. The That's conclusion. I didn't read it. He hasn't read it yet. Pete hasn't read it yet. I did, and uh, I've been month after month. I've been a big fan of the series uh, for the past year. Um, if you missed out on it, it'll come collected in the next couple months, most likely. And I highly recommend you pick it up. Uh, story by Matthew Rosenberg, who's been great. He's going to start the next Joker solo series uh, next month, and he's been doing a lot of other stuff. Uh, I think he was doing, yeah, DC versus vampires. I think he's doing a lot of stuff involved with that and everything, but uh, he did Joker's Joker's puzzle box. Uh, Mm -hmm. He was in charge of that. Yeah, he's he's kind of on a roll. We love that one. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Task Force C, I don't want to spoil it since Peter hasn't read it yet, but good conclusion and uh, highly recommended. And Pete. Oh, also. Yes. Deceased, War of the the Undead Gods. Mm -hmm. Read that as well. Pete reads it all. Pete reads everything. I read a encyclopedia of comic books. Um, I have to ask you though, Pete, before we wrap this up and let you go, what was your book of the month? Batman focused, not including honorable mention. That's really, that's tough because I didn't like a lot of them. (laughs) To be honest. No, I'm being proven. I know you're being honest, but it's funny. I mean, it's got to be uh right it's either between white knight and world's finest probably giving white knight the lead to be honest okay there you go uh yeah because i'm looking at the list you sent me and i'm like oh i don't like any of these most of those (laughs) books uh i i gotta go with you beyond the white knight number five uh close really close dear detective but man yeah the white beyond the white knights just it's great that's what's doing it for me I'll yep. throw a poll out there and we'll we'll select a few. I don't it's tough when it only gets narrowed down to four, but I'll come up with four options and then just ask ask the listener if they want to like write in what their if it's not listed, what their favorite pick was. Maybe I'll choose other and then ask that too. Like I did that last month, I think. Anyways, now I need to stop Ramon. Pete. I mean, it's if you want to talk about polls, you gotta talk to Holzman. Yeah, I know. He's the poll king. He is. Um I was thinking P-O-L-E. He's that pole king, too. He's Polesman. Eric Polesman. Eric Polesman. Eric Polesman. Ecoli. Epoli. Epoli. <laughs> Eric Epoli. Polesman. Champion of life. He'll never hear this. You should so anyways, it. I'm great at it. Eric Polesman. <laughs> uh, Pete, thanks for coming back. This is, like I said, this is a daunting task for anyone. You've stepped up to the challenge uh, since March of 2021. Suck it, haters. Wow. A year and a half now. You've completed this a year and a half, 18 months. Woo! Woo! Boo, boo, boo. Uh, boo, if, boo, boo. if the people, the listeners, the massive crowd that are big fans of the wrap up episodes uh, are not following you, 
Why don't you go ahead and plug away and tell them where they can follow you and find you? Uh, you could follow my podcast that I co-host with Eric Polsman. Yeah. <laughs> straight out of Gotham at straight underscore O underscore G on Twitter and Instagram. Um, we're wherever you can find great podcasts like the Batman Book Club. Uh, you could check out our Facebook group and our Facebook fan page, Straight Out of Gotham there. That's got a good fan discourse. Ryan Lauer is uh, a member of both. Yeah. You can follow my uh, additional podcast as a, a side project. I do the Italian Spider-Man Coalition. I co-host that with Chicago's finest, Nicholas and Nico Caruso. Um, that's just a, a couple of Goombas talking about Spider-Man. You can follow us at Italians for Spidey on Twitter. Uh, you can follow at T-Mill Oval as I just post random facts or random appreciation across the world uh, or across Twitter about the L Oval. So if you see some good Oval stuff, be sure to tag at Team Yellow Oval on Twitter uh, because uh, I will share it with the masses, all 311 of our f- wonderful followers. Uh, and uh, let's see what else. You can follow me on Batman. You can find me on BatmanOnFilm.com. I have reviews of comic books and I have interviews with Michael Uslan. I have toy reviews on Batman on Film YouTube. Um, so make sure you check me out there. Um, you can follow me personally at Pete Illustrated on all social media platforms. That's Twitter, Instagram, and Zach Snyder's favorite platform, Bureau. Um, you could, uh, I believe, I believe that's it. You know, that's it. Uh, yeah, oh, wow. I mean, okay. If, if for some reason, if you want to follow Eric's uh, next podcast, all nicked up, make sure you do that. That's great. I guess if you want to talk about suffering. Um, <laughs> Well, it sounds like you kind of were this month for Batman comics. So. I was, I was, I was, I was. That's, you know. There you go. I'm waiting for the haters. Like, come at me, guys. I'm waiting for you. He's waiting. I'm waiting. waiting. Every every month. I know like, you suck. You should have liked this book. I'm like, it's funny. I don't think I ever told uh, you this, but yeah, like every month that you post this, I get like. No haters here. I get anonymous like emails. This, like, is, a mid- this like, is the Midwest zone, Pete. This is <laughs> friendly like, here. Is this how Bill felt in like 2017? <laughs> it's like just anonymous losers writing me emails, uh, which is funny. I was like, "How do you guys get, get my that. email? I don't, I don't, I don't give it out." <laughs> you won't get that, Pete. Like, not here. Facebook. Oh, I don't know. It's funny. Nice folks. Well, if you want to follow the Batman Book Club for latest episode drops, upcoming episodes like the Spooky Month Story Season, Spooky Stories month season you know what i mean october it's kicking off here uh really how do you feel about people who start october festivities in september oh i do because trying to cram everything that i that i like as well as new stuff into i I realized a few like a long time ago that i run out of time and i want to go do things in october on top of watching things and so yeah it just kind of spreads and i don't i I don't even care i kind of don't even care it's like celebrating christmas in august like what are you guys doing that's weird. That's a, no, because I'm not celebrating uh, Halloween yes. in June. Which is September is silly. Just, to me, it's dumb. I, I'm sorry. I, I I think you're all idiots. All of you do that. I think you're all idiots. Peter woke up fire. All that stuff into October is what makes October fun. So, anyways, uh, spice latte. Losers. He's coming back next month twice. Uh, so I'm hang not around. Done making fun of people. Can I insult people? No, and muted. Okay, there we go. <laughs> you already I called me a dumb idiot idiots. earlier. <laughs> uh, come at me, scrubs. You're not alone because I too am one of those idiots. Um, As we have established, you are a dumb idiot. On Twitter and Instagram at the Batman BC. Make sure that you go to YouTube where you can see Pete's face as he insults all of us. Um, as we go down this road to no man's land, we have a recent part four halfway through that omnibus is posted on the YouTube channel. 
Batman Book Club. Check it out. If you want to write into the show with questions or comments, you can do that at thebatmanbc at gmail.com. And if you want to support the show, there's a variety of ways you can do that. First off, patreon.com slash thebatmanbc. Second, tpublic.com, where you can get some merch. But if you want to support the show and you don't want to spend any money at all, it's 100% A-OK. Best thing you can do for the show is to rate and review it wherever you listen to it on your podcast feed. Yes, Apple, Spotify. Amazon, Google, iHeartRadio, wherever, just rate hey, and review. <laughs> rate and review the show. The more reviews it gets, the more it helps spread the word. And as we all know, the word is panic. So, for Cranky Pants Peter Arvera, I am no, right, no, no. I'm no. like Warner no. Brothers. I'm just here to disrespect no. the fan. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Actually, Pete is selling everything that he owns right now to the highest bidder. He's just like Warner Brothers. He's selling this show. You can't do that, Pete. Anyways, for Pete, I am Ryan Lauer. Until next time. Remember the comics. Ah!